0: Welcome back to the Unending TBR Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and I have a brand new topic today that I am excited to share with you. Thank you for joining me. So one topic or subject that I have really found that I enjoy in books is actually books that are about authors because I feel like in the mo- more recent years when i've fol- when I've been a part of a couple launch teams and followed authors on social media, especially instagram um i've really become more aware of what goes into um what it goes into actually writing books I mean as a reader, I felt like for years, I just imagined that authors just wrote something out, sent it in, got it published. Like, I didn't appreciate the struggle that some, or how much work that creative process is. And connecting with authors on social media has really opened my eyes to that. I appreciate it a lot more. I find that I write my reviews with um, more grace because that's somebody's craft. And not only craft, but it's also a an art form and I mean nobody likes to have their self-expression bashed just to be bashed. I do believe in having honest reviews but I think that there's a way that you can approach like honesty without slamming the author personally and I just it's something that has really that I have really learned and grown over the last two years and But I really love it, and there's not very many of them, but books that let you join in that journey from a writer's perspective. And I mean, I think there's only a few that I can think of, but each one of those I have really enjoyed. So the first book that I wanna talk about is by Bethany Turner. This is the first book that I ever read by her. I grabbed it as an advanced copy reader on NetGalley. And I mean, I, I wasn't expecting I didn't really know what to expect because I had never read anything before. I think this was the this was the very first book that she published with Ravel. And so I thought it the cover looked cute. It sounded fun. I was just thinking I was gonna get a light, funny read and it really blew me away with how much depth she worked into this story so here's the description it says becoming oh I'm talking about the secret life of Sarah Hollenbeck did I say the title I don't know by Bethany Turner it says becoming a Christian is the best and worst thing that ever happened to Sarah Hollenbeck best because well that's obvious. Worse, because up until this point, she has made her very comfortable living as a well-known best-selling author of steamy romance novels. That would leave the members of her new church blushing. Now Sarah is trying to reconcile her past with the future she's chosen. She's still under contract with the publisher and on the hook for enormous fan base for the kind of books she's not sure she can write anymore. She's beginning to think that the church might frown on her tithing on royalties from a scandalous book. And the fact that she's falling in love with her pastor doesn't make things any easier. With a powerful voice, penetrating insight, and plenty of wit, Bethany Turner explodes onto the scene with a debut that isn't afraid to deal with the thorny realities of living the Christian life. Okay, so this book was so cool. It touched on so many like hard, tough topics. Again, like how it said, the thorny issues of Christian life, but it did so in such a funny way. And just, I really love the character of Sarah. Um, you really saw how she came from a very, um, a very broken place from heartbreak and betrayal and how she turned to that. I loved seeing her redemption and then trying to live out her newfound life, but still battling the commitments that she made beforehand. And I really love this book. I loved her supporting character and I still vote that Paige needs her own story. You know, Bethany, if you ever hear this, you know I'm still I I wrote that in my I wrote that in my very first review. Oh no, not Paige, Piper, sorry. <sighs> Piper was a great um she was just a great friend figure that added so much to the story in Sarah's journey. I loved seeing really good friendships with the good banter and how that interplayed. I loved it touched on issues like like rules in dating, um divorce, temptations, loss. It 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 dealt with so much depth that it didn't feel like you were just getting a rom com fluffy little entertaining read and then you move on and never think about it. I read this back in 2017 and I still think about the things that she said and made me go back and rewatch some of what was the show? Oh, um, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. If you know, you know, and I need to finish watching that series. Anyway, but oh, it was such a good book and what I loved about it too was the author perspective where she's dealing with contracts and how to um how the deadlines work and how she went into creating her stories and characters and what inspired them and how that was kind of her outlet for what she was going through in life and oh, it was just such a great read. I just really loved it I think it was such a really I think it was a really great spark into and she her presence and her voice has added Bethany's has has added so much to the Christian contemporary romance market I I really like what she brings in there and and I love to see each one but I believe that one will always be special because it was the very first and it was about about an author. And I just think that that it's one of my favorite things. So the first book that I want to talk about is by Bethany Turner. This is the first book that I ever read by her. I grabbed it as an advanced copy reader on NetGalley. And I mean, I, I wasn't expecting I didn't really know what to expect because I had never read anything before. I think this was the this was the very first book that she published with Ravel. And so I thought it the cover looked cute. It sounded fun. I was just thinking I was gonna get a light, funny read. And it really blew me away with how much depth she worked into this story. So here's the description. It says, becoming, oh, I'm talking about the secret life of Sarah Hollenbeck. Did I say the title? I don't know. By Bethany Turner. It says, becoming a Christian is the best and worst thing that ever happened to Sarah Hollenbeck. Best because, well, that's obvious. Worse because, Up until this point, she has made her very comfortable living as a well-known best-selling author of steamy romance novels that would leave the members of her new church blushing. Now Sarah is trying to reconcile her past with the future she's chosen. She's still under contract with the publisher and on the hook for enormous fan base for the kind of books she's not sure she can write anymore. She's beginning to think that the church might frown on her tithing on royalties from a scandalous book. And... The fact that she's falling in love with her pastor doesn't make things any easier. With a powerful voice, penetrating insight, and plenty of wit, Bethany Turner explodes onto the scene with a debut that isn't afraid to deal with the thorny realities of living the Christian life. Okay, so this book was so cool. It touched on so many like hard, tough topics. Again, like how it said, the thorny issues of Christian life, but it did so in such a funny way and just I really loved the character of Sarah. Um you really saw how she came from a very um a very broken place from heartbreak and betrayal and how she turned to that. I loved seeing her redemption and then trying to live out her new found life but still battling the commitments that she made beforehand and I really love this book I loved her supporting character and I still vote that Paige needs her own story you know Bethany if you ever hear this you know I'm still I I wrote that in my I wrote that in my very first review oh no not Paige Piper sorry (sighs) Piper was a great um she was just a great friend figure that added so much to the story in Sarah's journey. I loved seeing really good friendships with the good banter and how that interplayed. I loved it touched on issues like like rules in dating, um divorce, temptations, loss. It 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 dealt with so much depth that it didn't feel like you were just getting a rom com fluffy little entertaining read and then you move on and never think about it. I read this back in 2017 and I still think about the things that she said and made me go back and rewatch some of what was the show? Oh, um, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. If you know, you know, and I need to finish watching that series. Anyway, but oh, it was such a good book. And what I loved about it too was the author perspective where she's dealing with contracts and how to um how the deadlines work and how she went into creating her stories and characters and what inspired them and how that was kind of her outlet for what she was going through in life. And oh it was just such a great read. I just really loved it I think it was such a really I think it was a really great spark into and she her presence and her voice has added Bethany's has has added so much to the Christian contemporary romance market I I really like what she brings in there and and I love to see each one but I believe that one will always be special because it was the very first, and it was about about an author. And I just think that that it's one of my favorite things. So the second book that I would like to talk about is I'm kind of going to go on a historical side now, and that would be The Girl in the Gatehouse by Julie Classen. Um I will read the synopsis, and then we could talk about it. So it says, Miss Mariah. Aubrey, banished after a scandal, hides herself away in a long-abandoned gatehouse at the far edge of a distant relative's estate. There she supports herself and her loyal servant the only way she knows how, by writing novels in secret. Captain Matthew Matthew Bryant, returning to England successful and wealthy after the Napoleonic Wars, releases an impressive estate from a cash-poor nobleman, determined to show society beauty who the society beauty who once rejected him what a colossal mistake she's made when he discovers an old gatehouse on the property he is immediately intrigued by its striking young inhabitant and sets out to uncover her identity and her past but the more he learns about her and the more he real more he realizes he must distance himself Falling in love with an outcast would ruin his well laid plans. An old gatehouse holds secrets of its own. Can Mariah and Captain Bryant uncover them before the cunning heir to the estate buries them both forever? So, this one was really interesting because you get a glimpse into what kind of the stigma actually against novel or fiction writers during the Regency era. And I thought that was really interesting because I had never really thought about, I mean, this was one of my early romps into Regency. So I didn't get why that that would even be something that would be considered negative. And it was just really interesting how this author laid out the the society kind of like rules against it. How they would look down on somebody who would write fiction especially a female author and that was just really I thought that was really interesting because um now authors are I feel like have a totally different of like they have a different way of looking at it and I think this really opened my eyes to how different fiction has been viewed in different periods of time and it went into the whole thing about like why people would use pen names because they didn't want the stigma of being a novel writer on them and it's just I found that a real fascinating way as to how that creative outlet that storytelling ability was looked down upon that really fascinated me um the story is also really neat because it's pretty much a cautionary tale I feel kind of and and she in one scene, she's, like, writing a cautionary book against, like, the things that she's done and the things that she's she's hiding from in her past. I don't want to give too much away. And there is, like, a little element of mystery figuring out. Julie Klaassen's books seem to be quite, like, slow building. And you really, like, take your time in it. And that was definitely a break for me because I'm usually the one for... The fast paced, what's going to happen next kind of book. So, these are definitely books that you kind of ease back and take your time and read. Um, but it definitely absorbs you into the feel of Regency England. And I did like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it was like the second book that I read by her. And I enjoyed it. And again, I really appreciated that history part of hearing about an author. So the next book that I would like to talk about is Jane by the Book by Pepper Basham. So this book is really different because, I mean, let me give you a little bit of history. I usually don't like love, love novellas. I kind of use them as like a filler to jack up my reading count when I'm kind of in a slump or kind of those in-between books. But Pepper Basham has a way of writing a novella that you don't feel like it's just a filler book or cheating your way to add another title to your book. She writes her novellas so completely and um, well-rounded that you really don't feel like you're missing much of the story. I mean, hey, I could totally read another 200 pages of her writing, don't get me wrong, but I don't feel... They're just so well done as a novella that I love them. So let me tell you about the synopsis of Jane by the book. So it says, Four years ago, Jane Warwick escaped the shame and heartbreak of being jilted at the altar by becoming a housekeeper at the secluded inn at Simon Ridge. Predictable and quiet, the inn helps Jane find a place and celebrates her strengths. Where she is promoted to head housekeeper, but an unexpected visit to Bath, England, upsets Jane's plans and sends her out of her comfort zone directly into the harrowing path of the of historical detective author, Titus Stewart. The only plans Titus sticks to are family and family holiday, and the ones that send him careening into his story worlds, but. When an uptight and nervous innkeeper stumbles into his life in his latest novel, nonfiction begins to take on a much more interesting gleam as the unlikely pair delve into a mystery behind a one hundred and fifty year old letter. We'll both uncover a romance that stands the test of time. So, I love Pepper Basham for how she writes both humor. And really good depth and a really good spiritual message. And she can do that in just a few pages. She really writes, each word really has a lot of value in her stuff. And I love this story because it's about an author, which is a little bit different because this is one of the only ones that I've read where the author is a male. And I really enjoyed his quirkiness. I mean, Titus is a really great hero, he's the actor exact polar opposite of the heroine Jane but it really works because of how they you know how he brings her out she's really close and guarded he's he's open and fun and it's just a really great story I love how his imagination his like author creator imagination plays into his everyday stuff he's always looking at people that are like riding the bus or the train or walking down the street and thinking of how he could incorporate them into a character as his model. And he like builds in his imagination what their life is like. And I think that was a really fun piece because, I mean, after you read a while and listen to how authors describe people, I mean, I don't know about you, but I have sometimes people watch thinking, okay, that person looks like such and such a character in this book. And I wonder how an author would describe her. You know, it's like I really feel like it's a fun thing to let your imagination do. Anyway, um and I really loved his inner dialogue kind of how he would get how he would get caught up in his fictional depictions of people and descriptions and how his characters really felt real to him. And that was just really fun. I just loved his real creative, imaginative soul. And I mean the love story was so sweet. It doesn't I mean she does it in a like a hundred and some pages. It doesn't feel rushed. I mean, it happens over a short period of time, but you she eases you into it so that way it just feels so right and it's so fun. And then even, yeah, even though it's a novella, so fun. And that, that is definitely one memorable character that is an author. So the next book that I would like to talk about is Stealing Ada by Tamara Lay. And I mean, I have been a fan of her writing for quite a few years. Her medieval are absolutely my favorite medieval fiction. And, um, I, over the last few years, I've come into her contemporary stories. Her contemporary books were her books that she first wrote in the Christian fish, fiction market. She had previously been a general market author, and um, she took a break from that, where she wrote historical and, and medieval fiction, and then she um, wrote a few contemporary, I think it's two series, uh, three books each, if I get my count right. And then she went back and told her medieval stories. And then with the age of faith, and then she rewrote her original, um, general market as clean rewrites. So, I mean, she's, I've really loved her stories for so long and I kind of stall finishing reading all of them because I always want to have one to look forward to. And just a few months ago, I finished Stealing Ada, and I enjoyed it so much. Here, let me read you the synopsis. It says, Life for Ada St. Clair, New York, best time seller, historical romance author extraordinaire, reads more like a country song than a breathless, bod- bodice-bursting affair. For starters, she has no ram- romance in her own life that might have something to do with the fact that her husband, <clears throat> correction, ex-husband, ran off with Stick Woman, whom everyone knew would be never be more than a mid-list author anyway. To add insult to injury and another verse to the country song, her ex not only took her dog but gave it to Stick Woman. If that isn't enough, Ada came down with a horrible case of writer's block finds herself gifted with the bible and is determined to that is determined to speak to her and is an unwilling target of a romance cover model's misdirected advances just when she catches her breath and quite possibly the eye of a Fabulously good-looking man, <clears throat> her new editor, her arch nemesis gives the pot one final stir. So this book was not only a really interesting look into the whole writer world with with editors, with contracts between publishers, and it really gave that interesting look into that, like what what go what all goes in behind the scenes to creating a novel. It is done in such a funny way. Her Ada's inner um like dialogue how she gives people nicknames, how she does her humor is just so funny. I really loved the the banter and the the sparks between her and Nick. It was just a really fun fun book. And I mean because the author that Tamara is writing about she writes historical romance. And I mean, if you've, I mean, the way she writes about what she's writing about, if you have read her Age of Faith series, it's like, yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, I'm just such a fan to get that inside look. And I feel like this book really gives that peek into sometimes all the politics that are involved in writing and and how plagiarism can creep in. And I really loved it. I, I thought it was such a fun look from an author's point of view. And I really would like, I think, to see more of that because, I mean, I don't know about you, but as a reader, I am like so curious about that part of the craft. And I loved seeing that. I loved seeing Ada's, like, this was a turn from she start, you start out the book and she is not a Christian and then she's like slowly getting incorporated and she, and she gets these little things, these Christians that are dropped in her life that help her grow. Oh, I just love it. It was so fun and it was so fun to see characters grow again the humor with this is spot on it's an it's a delight to read i really enjoyed that about it so i am curious if you have read if i have missed any or need to add any books about authors to my tbr you can find me on instagram and facebook at nicole and the unending tbr Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week.